Hello and welcome to a podcast brought to you by The Religion of Aston Villa. We're a social media account on Twitter and Facebook that wants to get our voices out there and heard, so please join us. Hello guys and welcome to another episode. This is what I believe will be the Dean Smith D-Day, the Southampton preview. So as always, I'm joined with Callum uh, and we're going to go straight into our lineups. Now, obviously, we are recording on Monday night, so we don't know of any updates on injuries to Lee's, Ings, etc., so I'm going to go with the fact that they're back. <laughs> so obviously Trezeguet, I'm not going to throw in there because we know he's out for a, a long time. But I'm going to say Ings, Louise, Sanson, um, and Traore are back um, for my lineup. So before I do mine, I'll throw it over to you, Callum. So what is your lineup and formation, please? Are you ready for this? Oh, God. What is it? Nine at the what back? What are we doing? Oh, I was going to attempt to go nine up front because we need to score some bloody goals. But, you know, um, it's an obvious goalkeeper selection. Of yep. Jed Steer. Jed Steer. Um, Emmy Martinez. Because there's no other, no other person to put in goal. A back four of Cash. Twanzebe, Mings, and Young. Okay. Okay. A three in midfield of Louise Sitting and McGinn and Buendia. And a three up front of Bailey, Ings, Watkins. Oof. Bit different to what I was going to do. So there you go. Uh, Mine is Martinez. Cash, House, oh. and Mings, and Ashley Young. I know House is a left footer, but I'd rather have the left foot of House on the right than a Twanzebe who's been. I wouldn't. House with his feet's awful. <sighs> well, I'm not going to sit and say that Twanzebe is amazing because he's been awful. Um, so I'm going by. Yeah, but yeah, you're probably you're probably right with having Twanzebe at the back. That I think Dino will pick. But yeah, I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I'm going. I'm going by who I want. You can bore off. Uh, I'm gonna go Louise sitting, and like I said, I'm gonna expect Sanson back. So I've been begging to see Louise McGinn and Sanson. So I mean, that's the boys in the midfield. It'll be very interesting to see Sanson just sitting just tight, just in front of McGinn, uh, just to see what he can do. Um, I've got a bit of expectation for him because he was superb at Marseille and he hasn't really, you know, through injuries and whatnot and settling, he's just been a bit off so it'd be good to see him and also if the rumours are true of him, you know flipping off Smith, throwing a bottle and stuff, Mr Big Balls himself be good to see what he can do um, and then the front three of Watkins in the middle uh, like I said, I believe with a patch striker, so he scored. So I'm expecting him to score again. So I'm going to put him in the middle. 
Bailey, I think, deserves another chance. And I'm going to put Buendia on the right. Traore will be coming on um, at some point if he is fit. Because um, if either Bailey or Buendia are as bad as they were the last game, bar the assist from Buendia, he will be coming on at half-time. <laughs> In my half-time team talk on the Southampton review that we'll be doing. Um how do you expect it to go? Because, like I said, I believe this is Smith's potentially last game in charge because it's just before the international break. Managers do go during that period. I think it could be Dino, maybe Solskjaer, but that's not my team. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think this is make or break for Dino. So, how do you expect it to go? Do you think he's just going to throw caution to the wind, tell the boys do what they do? Or do you think he's going to be very tactical and, you know, methodical play? What, what do you think? Well, Southampton have been quite a bit of a funny team this season. If you look at the last three games in the league, that is, anyway, they've beat Leeds, they drew with Burnley, and they beat Watford. So, you know, two wins out of the last three. Unbeaten in the, in the last three. Um, but when you when you really look through the, the last fixtures, you know, they had to go to penalties to beat Sheffield United in the Cup. They they got draws against uh, Man City, West Ham, and United, but then they also drew with Newcastle. So um, it's a bit of a topsy turvy season for Southampton so far. Um, obviously, they're above us by a point, but we scored five more goals than them this season in the league. <laughs> but we have conceded seven more than them. So you can obviously see where our you know, problems are, but you can also see where Southampton's problems are. They can't really score that many goals while we like to ship goals in. So, you know, it, it could be a, a bit of a tough one. They're on a bit of good form. Um, you know, the next f- fixture after us is Norwich. So, you know, th- they're not going to be going, well, they're going to be going all guns blazing for it, really. Um I don't know about any injuries on their side um, of of things or suspensions. But, you know, it, every game is going to be tough, um, especially with the amount of pressure that Smith's under now. Um, you, you, like you said, do you think it's going to be his, his D-Day? It's, for me, it's one of the three games that he's got to keep his villa job intact so you know it's always going to be tough and you, we can't say anymore that it depends on which villa turn up because we haven't turned up in the last four so what's going to be different about this one um i can't well i'm not going to say we need to hope because we need we need villa to turn up next game against Southampton. So, um, yeah, on the injuries, you know, we're going to miss Ramsey. You know, we don't know how long Ings or Louise are going to be out for. Like you said, hopefully they will be uh, fit in time. Um, Southampton missing three players, but it's no big three players. So they're going to have a fully strength squad. Um, you're going to have Shea Adams and Ward-Prowse to come against us and probably score hat-tricks each. Um, I think that... I, I, I think they've been overcoached, in my opinion. I think because, like I said, that I mentioned on the West Ham uh, review that 
you know, I saw Mings constantly hoof the ball past the midfield up to top. Then I saw House do it, which says to me that it's a tactical thing rather than a player thing. And I just think that it just the boys just go and enjoy themselves. Just go out there, be creative, do what you got to do and bring the points home because he's desperate for it. Whatever he's doing is not working. So if something's not working, he needs to change it. And if that means he's got to completely let the players, not say rule the roof, rule the team, but go and enjoy themselves have some creative freedom and so be it because we need it. We need the points. We need to get this done. I saw a statement of him saying that um, Dino said himself that, you know, people think that there's, um, you know, there's a bad atmosphere at the club, but that's a polar opposite. Everyone's enjoying themselves. Everyone's pulling as a team and show it because all I keep seeing every week in and week out the last four or five games is 11 individuals because it's not working, whether it was Ings and Watkins not working, the back five not working, wherever the case may be. So, for me, he's just got to go out there and they've got to put Southampton to the sword, in my opinion, to save his job. Otherwise, I think he'll be gone. Yes, we've spoke about this on the review as well about managers. You know, there's no one really out there, but I'm pro Smith, as I've always said, and I'll say again, I just think that there's, you know, is it better the devil you know or do you do a fresh change with these easy two fixtures coming up after this? I wouldn't say easy, that's a bit harsh. But easier compared to the fixtures after that. Um, so we just need to go out there and, and put them to the sword. And as you said, Wood Prowse is bound to score a free kick. Um, Chi and, Adam. Oh, and Shay Long as well. Yeah, yeah. Shane Long. Stat- what is it? Yeah, Shane Long. So I forgot he was still there. God. Um, Shane Long's bound to score. Chi Adams and Redmond being ex Blue Noses. You never oh, know. Um, Fuck it, their keeper's going to score as well. <laughs> uh, and that Liveramento, who's absolutely been superb for them, was chose Southampton over Villa, so he's bound to have an absolute stormer as well because he's been phenomenal for them at uh, at fullback. Um, so now, yeah. you've, now you said that he's going to score. Yeah, no, I've said that exactly like the West Ham game. And me, obviously, trying to rip off in the nose every season. The old Bedarak is going to be there. He's probably going to get one and all just to rub it in my face. You know, I always get all the in the nose with the Bednarak rumour. So, yeah, fun and games. But here we go. So, it's going to be an interesting fixture, especially from, in my opinion, from the Villa board uh, uh, point of view. So, on the basis of that, what is your scoreline? Um, what, you want the one that I want from my heart or from my head? We'll go. We'll go with both. Give me both. Give me both scores. What are you going for? My head saying one one, but my heart saying one nil. Do you know what? I completely agree. Do you know what I think it's going to be? I think it's going to be one one, um, and then that will be make an interesting read because I've always said that if we lose, he's out. If we win, I think he's given another game. But a draw makes it really interesting to what we do. Do we see it as, you know, climbing the mountain or do we see it as, yeah, it's just it's just a draw. Nothing else, nothing more. So a draw, I, I don't know what would happen. So I'll go with a draw and I genuinely think Shane Long and Danny Ings are the goal scorers. Like <laughs> um, I say, this is going to be a quick one because four losses on the banks, what can you expect? So before we go, we're going to build our squad 
a bit of an ultimate team between the two sides. So what is your squad, mate? Um, I'm going to go with four four team. Okay. Make it easy for everyone and myself. Um, Martinez in goal. I agree. Yeah. McCarthy is nothing special or Forster. Um, what we going? Cash. Yep. Mings. Yep. Concer. Uh, target. If he was on form, um, then I'll do Bailey, McGinn, Ward, Prowse, and oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> who's playing on that left hand side? The old Nathan Redmond. I don't want to put him in, you see, X Blues and that. Um, oh, I mean, we don't have anyone that plays on the left at the moment. Well, then again, it was Bailey, so. Um, who am I having on the left? Oh, fuck it. Fear Wellcott. Um, then talk front of Watkins and Ings because I don't want a Newcastle reject. And I don't want a Blues shithouse. Martinez, I was tempted to put Liveramato in, Liveramento in, um, but Cash has been put him left back. That's what I'm going to do. Cheating, do you know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, So Cash, Conza, Mings, Liveramento at left because I don't rate Walter uh, Walker Peters and Targi. I'd rather have Walker Peters <laughs> so yeah so I'll put him there uh, right wing oh, I'm still going to go Buendia I still think he's got, oh. he's got time <laughs> yes I'm going to go Ward Prowse and Louise um, no no sadly not no um, I think he's too weak to miss in my opinion um, on the left, I'm going to put Bailey. Still got faith in him. Um, and Redmond, you know what you're going to get with Redmond? Do you know what I mean? Like, he sounds really harsh, but you know you're going to get probably 10 games a season where he's, he's superb and man of the match. And then the other, you know, what is it, 18 games, he's going to be bang average. Um, Bailey, we don't know yet. So I, I kind of love a mystery. Do you know what I mean? Like, just somebody new and you're like, oh, you don't know what to expect. Like I say, it could be completely the way in Tonev. And uh, sorry, Bailey just turned into the most expensive Tonev. Do you know what I mean? You just don't know, but oh, I prefer that over, you know, what you're going to get. Uh, and up front, I do like Adam Armstrong. I'm not going to lie. I, I wanted him when he was at Blackburn. I thought he was superb, but he can cut in the championship. But he can't yeah. Confirm. Yeah. He seems a bit like a Mitrovic at the minute, but still early days, you know, still early days. Um, at least, so, even though he is exposed, even at least Shea Adams can score a decent goal. He can, and obviously, be he scored against Watford the weekend. Um, I, I'm just not a fan. It's not even the Blues thing because I'm not that. Obviously, none of us like Blues, but if someone comes from Blues and they're decent, I haven't got a problem. You know, if we they come to us down the line, like it doesn't it doesn't bother me. Um, you know, but I just, yeah. If he, if he, even if he weren't at Blues and he was at somebody random, and then he went to Southampton and Villa, I'd be like, well, eh, not that bothered. Um, 
yeah, I'm not that much of a fan. To be fair, I, I used to be a, a big fan of Shane Lung. I thought Shane Lung was superb, especially the uh, the baggies and Hull. I thought he was brilliant. Um, so Armstrong makes the bench, I will say. Um, so does Romanu from the older uh, and Bednarak. <laughs> That's my three I'm taking from uh, from Southampton. But sorry, up front, it's going to have to be Ollie and the old Danny Ings. I, I, it still shocks me to this day that we signed Danny Ings. I'm surprised they let him go. I know he's in like his last year of his deal at Southampton and whatnot, but yeah, it just it's a bit different. And yeah, so there you go. So we both went four four two. Going to ask another pot. Well, it's a bit of a poll question for you. Because obviously I asked Thomas Frank on the West Ham review, would you take Arsenal? Cost no. You wouldn't. No. Okay. I don't think he's that bad. An expert in losing nine nil. There is that. There is that. But I will say that I think he had it a bit harsh because I remember at one point last season he had like was it something like eight first team like. He's basically starting eleven. He had something like seven of them eight injured, and he had like a bench. Like literally, I'm sure one game he had like the under twenty threes making up the entire bench, and there was two goalkeepers or something. I do think he's had it a bit rough, but I don't think he's that bad. I I don't I, I I'm not going to sit and say like he's my first choice, but I don't know. I don't think he's 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 that bad, and he's I, I love his passion. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. Do you want to lose 9-0 then? Would it shock you if we lose to Southampton 9-0 at the mini? Let's be honest. It's we're, not dread- another, we're not having another one of them, I hope. <laughs> and I suppose it would mean maybe Woodprice might actually come this time around as well, which is a bit of a bonus. So, you know, just think, just put it out there. But no, I still, I still prefer Dino. Like, I genuinely want Dino. Like, I'd rather have Dino succeed at Villa than any manager in the world because he's living our dream and he's a Villa fan and like I know people say who's a Villa fan you know he always gets extra credit for that yeah okay he does but it's not like he's done a bad job up until now do you know what I mean it's not like he's just run a he's won a raffle and then just got the job and then you know we've just managed to take us this far and now he's done it off hard work and coaching but yeah I, I, I just thought I'd ask a quick question on Hasselhoodle but fair enough shoot me down there we go. Um, <laughs> but no. So, yeah, so there you go, guys. Uh, like I say, it's a very short one because what can you really say when we four defeats in a row playing against a team, what, slightly just above us? Or just, yeah, slightly just above us by a point. So there isn't really much much more to talk about. But hopefully, on the back of this, there is three points. We, we praise Dino and we think he's the next... You know, next man to have a statue aside Villa Park, but who knows? But I will say, um, we are coming up to the international break, which means it's game time. Callum has been thinking up some new games we've never done before. So that'll be quite interesting. And it probably shows how bad my knowledge or mind is to <laughs> some of the questions I'm going to ask. We will try and throw in a media madness as well because they always seem to get good reviews and ratings as well because everyone loves a random story from the newspapers. Um, so, yeah, so like I say, before that, obviously, we do the Southampton Review. Hopefully, it's a good one. But, yeah, thank you guys for listening. It is a short one. And um, we will be back on the weekend with the Southampton Review. So, thank you, guys. And uh, up the villa. Keep the faith. <laughs>
I'm a new catchphrase now. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to Do you know what? You've just cost us three points with that. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, we, we've won because of it now. Do you know what? If we win because of it, it stays. It becomes a permanent fixture until we lose. I think that's a fair deal. That is yeah. a fair... Okay, that's a fair deal. Keep the faith. There you go. Keep the faith. Do you know what? It kind of ties in that we call the ABFC religion. And you say keep the faith. So, yeah, it kind of ties in. There you go. Yeah, right. <laughs> these, these guys want to go. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair enough. Point taken. Thank you, guys. And up the villa. Keep the faith. Ha, 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 ha.